All right. Welcome to Thank You for Sharing. I am Jeff Mayhew. So I was uh, packing up my stuff to take this equipment to my room to do a podcast on this idea I had about families. When I was doing that, my daughter Eleanor, she was downstairs watching a movie with her mother. Her and her twin sister, Sadie, both five, are laying on mommy's lap. They're watching the Jungle Cruise and they're having just the best time. They got popcorn. They are happy. At some point in time, Jackie, our cat, scratched Eleanor. Now, it's not a bad scratch. It's more emotional pain than anything else at this point that Eleanor is feeling. But there's a little sting when the air blows on it, I'm sure. But that wound is going to heal pretty quickly. It's going to scab over really quick. And she wants a Band-Aid. And a Band-Aid's for when something's bleeding. And it's not bleeding. So I say no. Her mother says no first, actually. And I'm leaving. I'm walking upstairs. And she comes running to me. And she says, Daddy, I need a huggy. And I was like, okay, baby. I'll give you a huggy. So I gave her a huggy. And she walks away. And she turns back towards me. And she says, Daddy, Jackie scratched me. And I'm like, yeah, baby. You're okay, though. She goes, I need a Band-Aid. Oh, I said, baby, you don't need a Band-Aid. You want a Band-Aid. And I'm not in the business of giving you everything that you want. I didn't say it quite that way, but I said it pretty matter-of-fact. And she kind of did her little thing, cried, and went back to Mama. Sometimes what she does most often when I don't give her what she wants, she tells me that I'm a mean daddy. And I'm not going to lie, it stings a little bit, but I know that I'm not. I know I'm doing what I think is best for my daughter. Maybe it's the best thing for her. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I'm just a dad trying to figure things out, right? But in my opinion, putting a Band-Aid over a wound that doesn't need a Band-Aid is to mask the pain, the emotional pain, that is. She's upset that Jackie scratched her. Jackie's her friend. Jackie's her pet. And that's what hurt. That's what hurt her, I'm sure. She loves those animals. She loves them so much. And I think we do that a lot in society sometimes. We try to mask our pain with making ourselves feel better with something else, with a distraction. You know, a Band-Aid is it's kind of a distraction for her at her age. She got what she wanted. She wanted somebody to fix her problem, even though her problem wasn't fixable. There was nothing that I could do to make that pain go away, both physical or emotional for her. But she wanted me to do something. I appreciate that she wants me to do something. That's my job. 
I'm there to do something. But sometimes the something that's best is nothing with love and compassion and consistency. I think that, I think we as parents sometimes, we get caught up in making, making sure that our kids do the right thing. Sometimes we don't deliver the message to them the way that we should. We make mistakes. And sometimes we try to counterbalance those mistakes that we know that we make, but that we don't really want to admit to ourselves by giving our children what they want. And I think that, I think if you look around at society, I think we are a lot of people that want. We want a lot of things. And I don't think that that is necessarily a bad thing. I think it's okay to want. I think wanting is good. I think wanting is what spurs innovation. But I believe in moderation as a life philosophy, I guess. Balance, if you will. I think that all of everything that we've been taught up until this point in philosophy and religion is about moderation and balance. So a generation of people raised very similarly, all with the desire to want, or not all, but with a with a lot of people with that desire to want and to get rewarded for it. And I think that we as parents need to think about what we're doing, the mistakes that we're making, and start to work on fixing them with our kids, being honest about it, being vulnerable. And then with you have a new generation who thinks about that, maybe they don't make the same mistakes. And you think, I think every teenager at some point in time goes through that period of time where they go, I hate my parents. I hate my parents. I'm going to be better than they are. I'm going to do a better job. I could totally do this. This is, this is, this is ridiculous, right? <laughs> and then, and then when you become an adult and you become a parent, you realize how hard it is. And everything that you learned was from your parents. And you didn't think they did a good job at some point in your life. And then you realize, no, they did a lot better job than I thought. They did. They did a, a, a fine job considering the circumstances. See, because I never considered the circumstances when I was a kid. I never understood them as people that had problems of their own, who were just trying to deal with the fact that their dads and moms raised them and they were mad at them, right? And I think if you think about a family and generation of, and generation of generation of generation of people who were just doing a little bit better than the parents before them, that's how you make change. 
That's how you grow. And maybe the change happens slower than it should because we struggle at communicating our feelings with one another. We struggle at articulating it properly. And I think that starts, I think parents can start to, if, if parents now today understand that and they start to shape their parenting in a way that is forgiving and empathetic, something I do with my daughters is I said strict like timeout crimes. So if they jump on the couch, that's five minutes. If they say a bad word, that's 10 minutes. But at the same time, when I say a bad word, they tell me that I said a bad word. They said, Daddy, that was a bad word. Don't say that. Sometimes they say it nicer than they should, or nicer than that. Sometimes they don't. And, you know, that's another conversation we have to have on the side. But my response to them is, you're right. I won't let you say that word. Then I shouldn't say that word, especially in front of you. So I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? And they say, yes. Yes, Daddy, I will forgive you. And I say, thank you. And I limit the amount of times that I ask for forgiveness. I try my hardest not to say those words in front of my daughters because they, because I admit it that I was wrong in it, and they feel they can hold me accountable for it and help me grow and become a better person, they're more engaged in it. And they say the bad words less themselves. And I think that when we understand why we do the things that we do, and we help our kids manage that, help our kids become more forgiving. Because when she's done with her time out, she's going to come downstairs and she's going to have to say, Daddy, I'm sorry for saying a bad word. And I'm going to say, thank you. I forgive you. And I'm going to give her a hug. I'm going to let her go on her way and be herself. I'm going to not hold any type of resentment because my kid's not doing the right thing. I'm not going to yell at my kid. Although sometimes I do, and I ask for forgiveness in those moments as well. I think it's important that we admit our mistakes to our children the moment we realize we're making them. For me, with my daughters, that's every day. Every day I realize the mistakes I'm making and I work to correct them and I'm open and honest with my children. And I believe that that will teach my children to be open and honest and vulnerable with me and therefore will be able to do that with other people as well. Because I think it's important that they have a strong relationship with their father and their mother and the other members of the family. They have two brothers and another sister. 
and I work hard to make sure that they all have a strong relationship and can be honest with each other because each one of them can help one another in a different way. And by working and being honest with them, they'll grow and they'll build strong relationships outside of our family because they're going to build a relationship outside of our family and I want them to build a strong one so they are happy. I don't care who they're with. I want to be able to trust that they know the right way to handle it. They'll pick the right person. They'll put in the right amount of work. They'll be respectful. They'll be honest and vulnerable with somebody else. I think that's very important in life to have somebody to be honest and vulnerable with. I have my wife. And I have my children. And that brings me a lot of balance and peace because I'm not perfect. And I need to be able to admit that I'm not perfect and move forward. Now, for my older kids, I did not start to admit my mistakes until much later because I didn't realize I was making them. Like I said, so much of your parenting is what your parents did and the life that you lived. And I grew up in a life thinking that everything that they did was right because they were just these people that were amazing. <laughs> you know, I, I idolized my parents and with good reason, just for, just for, the reason I idolized them back then was for the wrong reason. And the reason that I idolize them now is for the right reason. And the reason back then was I didn't know anything different. I just thought that's what it was. And I thought that was my job. And the reason I idolize them now is because I realized that they were just people and they worked really hard and they did a good job raising me considering the circumstances of it's just a hard job, <laughs> you know? And I respect that. I respect the work ethic they instilled in me. I, I respect the ethics they instilled in me. Those are not qualities that are easy to instill into your children, especially in today's age. And my parents did a fantastic job doing that. Now, my communication skills were not great. My, you know, we have other different things that I struggle with, but I have a little bit of a temper, at least I used to. I still do to a degree. I get agitated relatively easy. I think a lot of people do. I struggled with forgiveness for a really long time. And, you know, that led me, along with my view of parenting, to 
you know, make mistakes. Share bad habits with my children, like impatience, not being forgiving. <laughs> um, anger. And it wasn't until, you know, for Oliver and Julia, till they were, I don't know, seven, eight, nine. I mean, I, I always was thinking about it, what I was doing what I needed to do better than my parents when I was parenting, like that was my strategy. But there were things that I thought that my parents did really well that um, I tried to instill into my kids. And I realized that while it worked for me, it wasn't going to work for my family in this environment and this society because society has evolved, society's changed. And I think parenting has to change with that. I think you have to recognize that and grow off that. It's not it's not to say that the generation before us did a bad job. It's to simply say that they did a different job in a different time. And I think if you think about it that way, one, you can start to forgive your parents. Two, you can start to forgive yourself for your mistakes. Three, you can start to forgive your children for their mistakes because you'll realize that their mistakes are your mistakes. And once you do that, I think you can be really honest and vulnerable with your kids about your parenting and ask them to play a part in it, to make a commitment to be part of a team where the parents are the team leader and we are going to make the final decisions, but everybody's going to have a say. You're going to be allowed to voice your opinion as long as you voice it respectfully. If you disagree with something that I'm doing, by all means, tell me kindly with out it just being an emotion right capture your emotion use the the emotion to create passion for your narrative for your argument to why i should change my parenting decision grow in the moment and <clears throat> That's a lot to ask from a kid, but kids are, I have found, absolutely remarkable at what they can accomplish when they are led to believe in themselves. To be treated like an adult, they often, in my experience, respond like an adult. And so I challenge my kids to do this. I challenge my twins when they, I say, you're cleaning your room is your responsibility in the family. You have to pick up your mess. It's not fair to have mommy or your sister do it. And I do that because I want them to take pride in it. I want them to feel like they're belonging to something. And I want them to be able to tell me Daddy, I don't want to clean my room. And that's okay, too. You know, it's okay to feel that way. You just, sometimes you just don't get what you want, right? Isn't that what we started with? Started with a Band-Aid. She wanted a Band-Aid. But I think that in the end, my job as a parent is just that, 
It's a job. And I put focus into figuring out the best way to do my job so I can be most effective to make my kids be happy and successful when they leave my house. This is how I see parenting. This is how I try to reflect and to grow as an adult every single day. I think that was my biggest misconception about becoming an adult. I thought that was it. You just became an adult and you did these things, but no. Every single day as an adult, you need to grow. You need to be focused on growing. You need to be focused on growth. Life is school. You've got to learn every day in your environment to get better so you can raise your children to be better and they can raise their children to be better. And a generation of children that are raised better after another generation of children that are raised better is a better world. It's a more happier world. It's a more connected world. It's a world that is full of love and understanding. And there will be disagreements and there will be fights. It is never going to be a utopia, but it's going to be better. And that's what I tell my kids. I'm going to do better. I'm sorry. I made mistakes. Listen to me. Give me a chance. Let me be the father that I was meant to be for you. And for the most part, they listen. They listen. They're remarkable, remarkable people. And it's not their fault. I didn't give them a chance first. That was my fault. But since I have given them a chance, they've proven themselves. And they've proven a mistake that I made. Too much discipline. Too much structure. Can be bad. Just like not enough discipline. And not enough structure. Parenting. It's about balance. It's about moderation. Why a kid who sees that about eating and drinking, and gambling, and everything else in his life. Couldn't figure that out about parenting. I don't know, but I'm glad I finally did. Well, I I feel better for sharing. I really do. I really love my little family. I love my little girls. And I feel like I learn so much from them every day to become a better person. And then I try to teach it back to them. Because <laughs> they're so innocent and they're so pure. And they're so much better than we are. <laughs> and same with my other kids. Just in different ways. So, I appreciate you letting me share tonight. And I... We'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining me.